We've been doing, every other week, we've been putting ourselves forward to, to discuss what comes into our mind. Liz did a wonderful week we did on the names of, of, of God, and Lawrence, we're going to work on to the history of the Bible. And I sort of um, stepped forward as a volunteer and prayed and prayed on, on it. And the thing which has always, when I was when we were first into um, finding my feet as a Christian, and whenever I came to a slight problem, I always prayed sort of this, for the, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And for, for a long time, I didn't know where I got that from. And then I found the quote in the Bible, and that was where I was working on. And I prayed and prayed and prayed, and Pollyanna came into my mind, and I thought, no, no. And Liz did her wonderful talk, and I prayed and prayed again, and it was still there. Some of you older, who are like older members, may remember the film Pollyanna in 1960, with Hayley Mills being the orphan. Any of you remember her? And she was, her father was a missionary, and when he passed away, she was sent to live with her aunt, who ran, virtually ran this small town in America. And she dutifully took in her niece and made sure everyone in the town know that she'd dutifully taken in this niece of, of hers and generally made the niece and most of the town's life a misery. And that's the first part of what we were looking at, how we dutifully do what we think is right, or we dutifully do it so people can see us do the right thing. You know, she took in her niece because it was the right thing to do, and she didn't want anyone to dare turn around and say, but she didn't do it joyfully, she didn't do it lovingly, she didn't do it open-heartedly, even thinking of the poor niece. And so the story goes through that, and also it then goes on to Pollyanna. Pollyanna was this amazingly optimistic child who in all diversity could find joy. And she taught everyone around her about the glad game, which always makes me cry in the film because she was in a mission, lived in a missionary village, didn't have much, and she prayed and wrote for a doll. And those who know the story know she got a pair of crutches. And she was heartbroken. What sort of eight, nine-year-old child wants a pair of crutches? And her father taught her the glad game, that you pray and then you look into it and you think of something good. And the only thing she could think of was, I'm glad I don't need the crutches. And that's how she started looking at life. So when something not so great came along, she tried to look for the good in it. I mean, she taught the, the servant in the house how to... She, the servant said, oh, I dislike Mondays. I have to do the washing on Mondays. I hate the Mondays. And she said, well, let's think of something good about Mondays. And, of course, the jokey thing they come up, because it is a Disney film, is there's another seven days till the next Monday. You know, so, so these little things could be good. And when I looked into it, into the Bible, there are some things in, into it. When we look into Aunt Polly's dutiful thing, if we look into, um, I can give you these afterwards, it's Matthew 23, 1 to 13, how the Pharisees and the religious people were doing things to be seen to be religious, but they were not letting the joy into their heart. They were not, they, they were not doing it with the peace and joy. They were just doing it to be seen to be carrying these burdens, or they gave the other people the burdens to carry and to be seen and were telling. So we have that. I won't read 
read all of that. But the, the second part with Pollyanna the Glad Game, there's some wonderful sayings into it. And we have, I will find one because I think it is really good. It's Romans and it's 8.28. And it's got here. We, and we all know that in all things God works for the good for those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. And I think we sometimes don't see the small things, small joyful things which are there that we need to. And we don't look into the good things. And, the every, you know, the traditional sayings of every cloud has a, a silver lining. Now, those who know the film also know that she talks to the, the, the pastor who gets the hint of what he should preach from the aunt each week. So it tends to be brimstone and fire and you're all going to burn in hell. And no, no joy, no peace. And while he's practicing that, Pollyanna says, oh, my father used to talk about the rejoicing verses. And he says, what? What rejoicing verses? And he said, when things weren't going well, he actually read the Bible and he worked out there was 800 verses on rejoicing, be joyful, be happy. And so, of course, being a true Disney film in the book, the pastor goes through and actually finds these. And he sort of changes the way he preaches by bringing in joy and peace and happiness into it. That, and this is why we were talking about this. It doesn't belittle it, because we have in James, which is another verse on... Which we quite like that one, didn't we, in James? Do you want me to read that one? It was, it was James... And this one came to me, and it really seemed to fit in what we were doing with the Discovery Group here. Is any among you in trouble? Then let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is any among you ill? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And I think we can't belittle to the fact of when people are ill and unhappy that they need us to pray and anoint them and, and look after them. But then let them sing songs of praise. We have to be happy and look for this constant joy so the people outside can see what we are as Christians, not what, we shouldn't, what we're not doing or what we're doing by duty, but with the joy of the Lord in us that gives us the strength to live our life here on earth. And... I'm getting to the stage where I don't quite know what to say, but Matt helped me with this. We looked at our Kindle, and I hadn't realised it had a search mode, and I've got the Bible on the Kindle, and I did look up a few of the words, and I didn't go through all the words, but if you put praise in, that comes up 337 times, and rejoice, it comes up 200 times. Oops. And we did look up, and there is a list here, but there's not 800 of them. I have got a few copies but this is just a few of the rejoicing passages in the Bible. And we've dipped into a couple of them. And I have got a few copies if anyone wants it. Or you can start searching them up on the computer. I think the list goes to about two, I think it was nearly 2,000 of words which were happy or rejoicing. Obviously, some of them, when you look it up, might be not a happy verse. But I think if, if God put us here, he wants us to make the right decisions. He wants us to be happy. That does not mean, not happy as in joyful, not happy as in earthly happy, but that contentment, that joy that I can live through this, I can cope because I've got someone there helping me and next to me.